Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, hello. Fox Studios. Uh, we were just discussing off air where the Titanic ride is and Fox Studios has it. I went to there Universal was, That's Studios. in Australia. Yeah. It so. was a, yeah, there was a bar here and every, like at a certain time, the, um, the dining room where you were, were would flood with water. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you would have to, yeah, it was like an experience. But you have to lift your feet up yeah. or get wet. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's commitment. It was. Then a, um, a door comes out. <laughs> Well, remember, yeah. <laughs> and only one of you well, or your date can survive. The Fox Studios back a lot. Mm. And it opened on the 7th of November, 1999. That's in Sydney. Yeah, that's in Sydney, yeah. Yeah. More, at Moore Park. It was quite yeah, the deal. Yeah, that's it. And the major showcase was the Titanic, the experience, a 26 million walkthrough attraction that rode on the back of the success of the James Cameron movie. Mm. Mm. So I didn't know. So Fox Studios in Sydney used yeah. to have like a theme park yes. attached yeah, yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's not there anymore. No. The but studios I, are, but n- none of the... No, but I was living there when it sort of was opening and they were going to be filming there and mm, it was supposed to be big Matrix. tours. And, yeah, but it mm. never really fired. No. There was never really, I guess, the big... Yeah. And it had the cinema there as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's there. Mm. The um, Mainly now it's used for... The Voice, really, was it? Yeah, the yeah. Voice shoot there. I think maybe um, Mars Singer and stuff. Mm. Like the X Factor was done there. All of those TV mm. shows were all filmed in there. This is what they gave it for. They said that it was supposed to be huge, but the reason given for the closure of it was the sharp loss in international tourism after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Oh, right. So they're saying that that's when a lot of things shut down. There was a lot of things that were supposed to be filmed there and they weren't able to film. And then they said having too few attractions and no room for expansion. So you're not really going to go there if there was only one or two. Because, no. yeah, there's not a lot of um, space. No, nothing to turn else around the it either. Park. Really, too, yeah. It was supposed to be with the uh, Bent Street Shopping Precinct. Right. And the showgrounds and it was supposed to be a big opening, but they said that, yeah, it just wasn't able to sustain it. So there you go. Well, there you go. A bit of history. Mm-hmm. That's what we're all about, aren't we? Mm. Yep. Mm. We like to do a lot of history. Yep. Titanic's kind of history as well. Mm. Correct. A lot of people think it's just a film these days. Yeah. Blows their mind when they find out it actually happened. Like Alien or Zombieland. Predator. Predator. And Sharknado. Predator's a documentary, isn't it? Mm, the new Predator movie. What is it Fantastic. called again? Prey. Have you seen it yeah, already? It's is on it? Disney. Oh. Went straight to Disney streaming, but it's very good. Have you seen the first two, Eat and Love? <laughs> is it scary? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean for the boys? Mm, for me. It's a bit brutal. Is it? Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to get them into nicer stuff. Mm. My son's just started... Uh, on Star Wars, ah, Xander e- Ethan, my eldest son, has got it, got yeah. him into it. There, it's their little thing at the moment. Yeah, Star Wars together, fun times. Yeah, mm. it's crazy that that movie, just the whole series, just has lasted so long. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just gone from all those years ago, and mm. that same, it's not much has changed in the storylines or whatever. Mm. Mm. Still relevant today. Yep, still making coin, big time. What you got? I was just going to show you a photo of our old producer's uh, daughter. It's book week. And she's like, book week does suck. And I said, yeah, but when you're that cute, you got to do it. She was like, book week for daycare? <laughs> Look at her. She's a yes. unicorn. Very cute. That's not my unicorn. What are you kids going as book week? Uh, I managed to get them to go as things they already have. Oh, Eden's, where's Wally? Uh, no, Eden's going as Tinkerbell. Perfect. She loves anything. But then you've got to find the book. Do you ever do that? Nah. 
Oh, nah, see, I go the opposite. Like I always dress them as footballers because mm. that's easier. They wear their footballer outfit yeah, and then i got to go and find, find a, a book, book about, about football. football. Easy to do. Yeah. See, I don't even bother with the book thing. Oh. Um, and Xander's going as Ang the Airbender. Again? Great. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Well, he yeah. went that as Halloween and because he's only worn that costume once, I was like, why don't you go as that again? Perfect. Uh, do they still do it? They obviously don't do it at Villa. No, so they only do it for, they stop old. in year two. You don't need to do it for year three onwards for book week. And we're doing it. You are, oh, don't mm. you? Yeah, Xander's in year three. He's doing it. Mm. Uh, or maybe it's year four onwards, but yeah, they don't have to. What's um, Raw's doing? Harry Potter something. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I've got the Harry it. Potter one, but Finney's never, Jack has never seen it. Mm. Uh, do you do it for Koa at Kindy? Yeah, but I'm always a mum who forgets, so they normally just put him in a spare Spider-Man or something. <laughs> But you know what? He's happy as Larry. I do you know, you. this is a different story because I could never do anything wrong with my, everything, anything right with my eldest. It was always the costume was wrong and stuff like this. And mm. then I always forget to put Jagger in casual day mm. and I go, oh, and he's the only one running towards me with the school uniform on when everyone's in casual. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And he goes, no, nah, I don't say sorry. We saved ourselves a dollar. <laughs> we had to give it to charity and we didn't. I'm mm. like, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Screw that charity. <laughs> Plus, he's, you know, he's happy to be an individual. Don't mm. follow the crowd. We're constantly telling our children to have their own thoughts, you know. <laughs> Don't do what everyone else is doing. True. <laughs> Unless the next day he refuses to wear his uniform and goes, oh, I'm going in, going in my clothes. <laughs> right, let's get into today's podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. I love Brisbane. Built in Brisbane for Brisbane. Now, if you don't know, our phones are open the entire show, 131060, and we encourage you to call us and join in for any topic, anytime, about anything. Yeah, 100%. Someone has called up mm. that is a masseuse, which mm. I'm really interested in because. By all accounts, she is the bee's knees. Right. She's the best. Mm. And this all comes because Friday's Live is back, and Fat Man Scoop, who has been at every single one, yes. said that he's going to come to Brisbane early because he loves Brisbane, and this is why he loves it so much. You know I love Brizzy. Anybody tell you know that, that I love Brizzy? My, my private masseuse is in Brizzy. So really? I'm going to come a day, a day before and get three massages. She's really, really good. Mm. Cash only? Uh, no, 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 no. This is not no freak stuff. No, no, freak, no happy ending. <laughs> this is all credit cards, sir. Yeah. Amy, Fat Man Scoops Massage Therapist, Hello. good morning. Good morning. How are we? I mean, you can understand the way that he sold it. It was very like he needs to see you. We just wanted to confirm <laughs> that, you know... Well, he messaged me the other day and he was like, are you right for the three? And I was like, three? Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how long have you been massaging Fat Man and how did it come about that you are his private masseuse? <laughs> so in 2018, um, I met him the first time and he had come up in a flight and he'd hurt his neck. All right. And so um, he you know, came in for a treatment and... I obviously worked my magic, and he called me the the, the people's arm. I think it was, and uh, next thing I know, we've, I'm I'm with him backstage. I actually met you guys there in 2018 as well um, at the at backstage, and uh, yeah. Well, we didn't know you oh, were a masseuse. You're that yeah. Amy. And can, ah. can we be honest? Anything that we did at those festivals? <laughs> no, I you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're- well, mind. <laughs> well, everyone's had a few drinks, Manny. Don't look at me like that. Exactly. exactly. Well, I, don't know, what? I don't know what you did. But... Yeah, what did you do? Well, I didn't get a massage. Did you get a massage? <laughs> you were having a baby, Abby. Oh. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just the boys, was it? Yeah, it was just the boys. That's yeah. why they don't remember it. Uh, but anyway. Uh, 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 where do, where do you work, Amy? 
Uh, so I work inside the Western Hotel in the Heavenly Spa by Western right. and have been there for uh, many years, since it opened, actually, in 2018. Right. And, yeah, I've, I've treated most of the crew since then. I spent the week with 50 Cent and, you know, Teo Cruz, wow. Usher, all of the guys um, doing treatments on them. And so it's kind of like this secret little thing we do in the background. Isn't, it, isn't that amazing that you then become – because I guess, you know, you go for a massage and if you've paid and it's a bad one, you just feel so ripped off mm. and everyone would pay just an arm and a leg for a brilliant one. Isn't it amazing that they were like, hey, this is, this this is, is the, the girl, and then you end up just doing all celebrity massages through endorsements? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's you know, and and it's very flattering when they when they say it. But I just, I think I'm just doing the same thing that I do everyone. But no. obviously, they really appreciate it. Don't sell so. yourself short, Amy. No. Have, have you <laughs> have you gotten to the point where he'll fly you over? Oh, uh, no, not quite. He has told me to come over to New York, and he'll um he'll he'll like hook, hook me up, up there, and, and we'll go mm. over and, and have a good time. But mm. um. Yeah, he's he's a busy man, and so he's hard to get in contact with. <laughs> and I guess when you're massaging, you, you know, you don't really chat, but you would have to do the classic on like oh. Usher and stuff, where you're like, pressure okay, you know? Yeah, no, Scoop doesn't doesn't isn't quiet at all. He asks me every question under the sun. What's going on? What's this mean? How's this happening? You know what he's like. He talks yeah. nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Right. so he, he's pretty he's pretty chatty. Most of the other guys are pretty quiet. So not make you feel yeah. relaxed talking about massages. Yeah, I love. Like Never forget the best thing that I've ever heard, and I was so annoyed by it as well. Is remember Hamish Blake said that you could never get sick of a massage. Yeah. So then he decided to get, I think it was a massage for 24 hours nonstop. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, you self-indulgent brat. And I couldn't stop listening to the whole thing. And it was like different you massages. self-indulgent genius. Yes, I wouldn't be able to But he had tried all these different ones. And it yeah. got to a point where he couldn't talk on the radio because he's just like... I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are they, is any other famous people that you've rubbed the back of? Um, yeah, I've, over the years, I've been doing this for 20 years, so um, Russell Crowe was one of them um, mm. as well. Uh, well. Thinking back at the times, um, <laughs> I was treating, obviously, Kerry Hillson as well. She was up here. Um, Bill Clinton, I did when I was overseas. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've treated a couple of people over my time. Don't just Bill Clinton. You didn't know just Bill Clinton. So what were you doing? Did you invited to go overseas or you, you were right working over there? there? It's just location, yeah. At the point in time, I was working on cruise ships, and he mm. was in the area, and they they needed a technician, and so off wow. I went. And wow. do you? What do you have to sign beforehand for that, or you don't? Uh, there, oh, there's documentation just to say that you know it's all above board, and mm. you know you're not going to tell any, anyone anything crazy about him and, and yeah. things like yeah. that. The, the biggest question I always get is, did you find all the bullet holes on on Fitty? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so. Did you? Yeah. Well, yeah, he so said there's a couple in his face. They're lovely people when they come in for treatments, and it's so interesting to see that other side of these, mm. you know, people that come across, across as such a, you know, crazy persona. But um, does Bill Clinton? What sort of pressure does he like? It wasn't very firm, actually. No. I'm, I'm a remedial therapist by trade, and so yeah. I'm quite heavy-handed. Mm. Um, and he just wanted to to relax while on uh, an island, and yeah, he was he was very chill. Was very talkative. Soft massage. <laughs> yeah. But Bill Clinton wasn't very firm. Doesn't like it hard. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't like it hard. Yeah. Mm. Dress, that dress was it. many, many years ago. Yeah, right. Well, that was when he was in trouble, Amy, so that helped. <laughs> yeah. And what was he, was he nice or like, what did you guys yeah. talk about? I mean, you probably can't, oh. can you not tell us? Cause. <laughs> uh, he, he wasn't very chatty. It was very much, um, you know, walk in, are you okay? Is there anything I need to know about? Mm. Kind of consultation with him. 
Um, it's more when I have a bit more time with them that uh, that they're a little bit more chatty. Normally afterwards, uh, they're a bit more chatty just to say thank you and, and whatnot. When you said uh, to Bill Clinton, is there anything I need to know? Did he say, I did not have sexual relations with that woman? <laughs> <laughs> not, I don't think that. he wanted to relive that. Right, right. 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 <laughs> wow. Uh, what about skin? Who has, like, the nicest skin? Because... You always get, a nice back. Yeah, someone would have a hairy back. Someone would have a beautiful back. <laughs> um, oh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I, I look at it and go, well, you're all kind of a piece of meat that I'm tenderizing. Right. And I know that sounds a bit weird. No. But no. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're not, you know, got peeling skin from a sunburn or you're yeah. completely a hairy mammoth, it's all much the muchness. It's yeah. more about texture of the skin and mm. and uh, hydration and, and things like that. To That feels good, basically. But... Some people I get into it a little bit more, and those are the more enjoyable massages, regardless of you know how Weird. strong they are, how built they are, and things like that. Well, oh, there yeah. you go. Very fascinating. You're fascinating, Amy. What a marvelous career you've had. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been very enjoyable. Um, we'll be in. Stav and I will come in for a Bill Clinton. <laughs> A light one, okay. And uh, <laughs> Abby will have a Lewinsky. You want to you want to tickle? Yeah, yeah. No, I'll take the hard one. Uh, Amy, thanks for calling us. Appreciate That's it. All right, my pleasure. But yeah, absolutely. Offer is out there. I'd love to see you guys and, and let you experience what what he's talking about. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Who annoyed you in the delivery room? You know, the person that you just want to kick out the and you're baby like... baby that wouldn't stop crying. <laughs> no, but I always think like... The wife that was complaining. The, oh, no, God. When you're in the delivery room, I feel like you're the bride. Mm. You know, the focus should be on you. But there is a lady that said that she was just so annoyed and she booted her husband out of the delivery room because of his loud phone calls with his bros. Oh. So when you just say bros, you know exactly what's going on. <laughs> you know, if she just said mate, she'd be like, oh, that's a bit uncalled But you go, oh, the bros. Right. I don't even think it was her as well. As the, she said the nurse had to kick her husband out of the delivery room, uh, much to his annoyance, after he wouldn't stop making noisy phone calls. So he, she was in labour for 26 hours. Wow. And says a lot a long of it phone call. was in pain. But unfortunately, her husband made things worse and more stressful, playing games and making loud phone calls to his bros who were away on a boys' trip. Oh, wow. Right. Ah, uh, and you know what? I what don't are you guys like? Oh, because no, no, no. he was missing out. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and they weren't phone calls. They were FaceTimes. Yeah, they were. Fa- they were definitely. Look where we are, strippers. <laughs> I gave my friend Deanna a call when I was in labour because I was like, I wonder when did those active birthing courses and Scotty was supposed to be listening and it was supposed to be all natural. It was going to be like Miranda Kerr. It was going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. Bubs was in the wrong way and he was watching the Ashes mm-hmm. on the TV. Because that TV's there. I'm like, oh. And they came around and they said, um, would you like any food? And I'd been in labour for some time and I said yes. And they said, not you, him, you're not allowed to eat because the baby's in the wrong wing, you might need uh, a C-section. Yeah, right. So I was furious. I called my friend on speaker and I was so like... did you want him to starve? Did he get food and eat it in front of you? Wanted him to suffer. Yeah. Instead, he complained that his hand was sore because he had to massage my massage my back and his hand was so sore that the midwife came over and massaged his hand. And then asked if he wanted Panadol because he's complaining about a headache. Mm. They're I, good at the martyr, aren't they? Yeah. They're really good. <sighs> Five stars. I yep. called my friend on speakerphone. I'm like, he's watching the ashes. And she's like, it's all right, darling. And I was like, contraction coming. She's like, up the hill, up the hill, up the hill, down the hill, down the hill. Okay, what do you have to say? <laughs> Did we win? <laughs> mine, mine wasn't. You'd have to ask him. <laughs> mine wasn't my fault. Um, because my wife, we shared a cesarean and she was getting, um, sewn up and her guts and stuff were being put back into uh, the positions they deserved to be in. And, um, the nurse pulled me aside and said, I wouldn't normally do this, but my daughter's a massive fan. Could I grab a selfie? 
Now, oh. we, I was wearing... With a Kat surgi- or you? No, just me. She could see her in the background. I was like, you might want to digitally erase it. And I was wearing surgical stuff, so I had the cap on and the mask <laughs> on. So all you could see was my eyes. I was like, sure, but, you know, you, know, you tell people it was you. Was it after? Like, it was qu- like you had the baby in your arms? Uh, she, it was all hectic. She'd been taken away because she had... Um, water on her lungs yeah and you know that's normal but i yeah. didn't know it was normal they took my baby away and i'm like okay i guess i'll see you later and then this lady turns around can i get a photo sure cat's like why don't you go and get photos staff good mm. for you <laughs> were you a uh model father in the delivery room yeah, of course i was i was wiping her Didn't brow you get beers? no <laughs> no didn't no, you you had a fridge were, they were delivered to me <laughs> No, Esther said I could. They, no wonder, they, they no wonder you went again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you, remember? I said, Dad, yeah, you're you not far. Yeah, you texted a photo of the fridge. No, the beers were after. After. I snuck beers. When she had the baby, I snuck beers yeah. up into the hospital room yeah, after. In, in the delivery room, you had a hip flask. <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder about the dads who, um, they mean well, but then they... They faint. They faint. And yeah. they're the ones that everyone runs to. Mm. You'd be like, leave them there. Mm. Leave them there. It's me. <laughs> uh, 13, 10, 60. Um, this is your chance. Who annoyed you in the delivery room? Mm. Um, it doesn't just have to be husbands. No. Okay? No. All right. Maybe, maybe there was someone who just, like a mother-in-law, who decided that they were going to come in. Mm. <laughs> and you're Where like, are you, darling? Yes, yes. You're doing a great job. Let me tell you about when I was in labour. <laughs> <laughs> you let me get a photo. Rips out the old Kodak. Clink. There is a lady who's had to kick her husband out of the delivery room because he keeps making loud noises mm. to his bros who are away on a boys' trip. Really loudly, the nurse said stop, and then she was like, no, I can't handle it anymore. And playing games. Mm. Put it on silent. <laughs> uh, Deb, we're asking um, when you had to kick someone out of the delivery room. Who did you have to, Deb? I didn't actually kick her out, but I wanted to. The, one of the midwives. <laughs> what was she doing? She So basically, it was a bit of a slow, it was boxing day, and so it was a bit of a slow day in the delivery room, so I had two or three midwives hanging around because they were a bit bored. <laughs> and during the labour, I got induced, so it was quite intense and painful. And one of the midwives told me I needed to calm down and be a little bit quieter because I was scaring the other mother. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. I always find women yeah. calm oh, down when you tell it? them to calm down. Calm Every down. time. You know yeah. what? Mm. You're overreacting. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for pointing that out to me. Mm. I'll just chill. Calm down. Calm down. What did you say down. to her, Deb? Oh, look, I was a little bit too in, engrossed in what I was doing, mm. so I didn't really say much, but it kind of stuck with me afterwards. Mm. Well, but, yeah. um, well, you know, I was getting basically no break between contractions, so I couldn't really calm down at that point, but <laughs> I kind of thought, that's not really what you want to hear when no. you're giving <laughs> no. birth. It's not helping. Oh, no. uh, Thirteen ten sixty is our number. Amy in the switch. Delivery room debacles. What happened in yours? Um, so my partner, well, at the time, we're not together anymore. Oh, okay. That will be obvious. He left the hospital to go and get weed. And <gasps> my waters broke while he was gone. And then I was rushed into the delivery suite. And oh then, I know, it was insane. So I wasn't like actively in labor. And then all of a sudden I was as soon as he left to go and get weed with a friend. Mm. Oh, mm. And then um, he st- he started sucking on the gas because he was stressing out in the delivery room. And then he's like, I'm going to pass out. 
I'm going to faint. I need to go outside. And his sister was there. And she's like, don't go anywhere. I can see the baby's head. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, I think, Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, that seems. Yep. And well, he wanted to be calm. Back, well, yeah. Apparently it was stressful for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the logic. What did the nurses, what did the nurses say, Amy? Well, obviously they didn't know that no. he left weed, but I did. Keep saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know where like, he's going. Like, it's okay, my sister's here with you. And I was like, bloody hell. Like, that's not my family, that's your family. (laughs) (laughs) How long after that did you split up, Amy? Um, Less than a year. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Good job there, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Madison, in uh, Caboolture, we got a mother-in-law. What did she get up to in the delivery room? Well, I got into there. The first thing she said to me was... um, did I have to make everything about me? Wow. <laughs> yep. Great. And then, right as I had to just about to throw push baby out, because she's a retired doctor, she pushed the midwife out of the way and delivered my baby without my consent. Wow. Oh, Madison. Oh, wow. Where was your partner? Was he off getting weed? No, come on. Oh, wow. That's, uh, that's confronting, isn't it? I mean, yeah, if you talked about uh, it before. Uh, it, it was very difficult time. She got kicked out of the house that day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Madison. Wow. Wow. Don't make it all about you. Yeah. God, mm. you're selfish, Madison. Tara. <laughs> yes. Um, please tell me you kicked... This is your mum you had to kick out. Yes. Yeah. Um, mum was getting really uh, fanatical and then started asking how much longer I thought I'd be because she had work in the morning and she didn't know if she could leave the hospital or not. What are people doing? <laughs> could you push a bit quicker? I've got how long is this going to be, Tara? I yeah. tell you what, I'm always waiting around. What did, how, what did you say? Um, I said to get out. Yeah, yeah. just off the, off get the, out of the room. I love the other side yeah, of that yeah. when she's like, um, gets to work, sorry I'm late. My daughter was having a baby like, she's oh. She's for ages. Oh, and ages. She's taking her time, I, know, I told you. such an inconvenience for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, she was like, you, you just fell right out, Tara. You just fell right out. Oh, we've got, like, so many calls. <laughs> oh. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Both you boys like chilli, don't you? Yeah, we like our hot stuff. You like your hot, hot stuff? Mm -hmm. Maddie makes a fantastic chilli jam. But it's not as hot, is it? Like, you like vindaloo. Do you like it when your mouth is burning? No, I I, I like medium. Medium? Mm. Now, Stab, does your mum like spicy food? Uh, yeah. Not hugely, but yeah, she will eat it. Maybe it was your dad. Maybe. They've worked out now that it's genetics oh. of what sort of food you like. And I read this and I went, it's not even my fault. Because they've worked out a whole different type of uh, categories, whether mm-hmm. it's spicy food, fatty foods, and they're saying that it all comes down to your DNA, where some people will be genetically inclined to like it. Right. So if your parents mm-hmm. like chilli, then you're able to eat chilli. And the other category was wine. Not my fault. <laughs> I was like, I was always, my parents love red wine. I was brought up, I didn't have a choice, is yeah. what I'm saying. It was in the breast milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting to say that things like that, like preference, can be passed on. Because you would yeah. say, well, wait a minute, maybe I was brought up on chili. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, that being said, if your p- 
parents did like chilli or that food, then you're they, more likely, you're more to, likely have to have to it. Eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And I always say this with my friend uh, who's Indian. I was like, do you board up with really hot chilli? She was like, well, no, it's not like you. That is a hot chilli. It's just mm. the standard is quite different. Right. Yeah. 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 Their, their yeah. base level of spice is, is higher than ours yeah. to begin with. Yeah. yeah. But it's they not don't like you lemon and herb over there. No, but she said it's not like you're getting a baby and you're going, oh, here's chilli. Here's some bindaloo. <laughs> yeah. Like it is sort of built Can't up. wait to change your nappy. But they're trying to work out and they're saying that maybe it is the case for a cigarette as well. So the likelihood of smoking and drinking and having things like chilli, people were saying was an acquired taste, but it might actually be in your DNA. But that is hard to work out as well if you're... A, a smoker, where your parents a smoker, and hmm. oh look, let's not ruin the study. It's always good to have another reason to blame our parents That's for our I, downfalls. That's you know, what I thought. we're parents. Yeah, but you know what? We wait our turn. Right now, our Circle problems. Yeah. We can blame our parents, yeah. and then <laughs> our, my kids will be on their own radio show telling them that it's our fault. They're alcoholics who can't eat chili. We are keeping. The therapists in work. Yeah, but yes, yes we really yeah, are. Yeah, well, they really need to as well. Yeah. But they're saying also things like uh, a fondness for fruit and vegetables would mm-hmm. be passed on as well. So it's not right. just bad things that might be passed on in the genes. Like uh, healthy traits would be passed on as well, or your likelihood of doing exercise. But then again, it does get into that nature versus nurture. Nurture stuff, it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because sometimes as children you rally against what your parents normally want to do. Yeah, and what part of it would be? Like maybe you, your mum is a fitness fanatic and mm. your dad's a couch potato yeah. and he's sitting there going, well, don't blame me. Your mum's fit. It's in your DNA. Off you go for a run. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got your wine DNA, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. La, la, la. Oh, you love this show, Abs the Block. This year it's the tree change, um, and it's on at 7.30, Channel 9. I've got a local girl on there. Yeah, from the Gold Coast. Uh, Jenny, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? How many times have you heard this? (laughs) (laughs) So good. (laughs) So many times. Oh, my God. We were speaking to Scotty Cam, and then <laughs> Maddie yeah, couldn't stop laughing because yeah. he's like, "Yeah, Jenny from the block. Oh my god, it's Jenny from the block. It's Jenny from the block. Oh. We were talking yeah, about every you. time I called someone and said, "Hey, it's Jenny from the block," they would just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking, like, settle down. Talking about your Instagram account, and so I googled Jenny yeah. from the block, looking for your Instagram, and of course, J-Lo. it came up with J Lo. Yeah, you're J-Lo. looking amazing for your age, Jenny. May I say? <laughs> Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, this this is really exciting because I was blown away uh, with how awesome it's going to be that the first uh, carpenter, who's a female, is going to be on the show. Yeah, oh, I think it's awesome. First tradie lady on the block and, yeah, I hope I've inspired other young women to do it because I think it's, like, it's really cool. Yeah, a lot of firsts. The first yeah. Muslim couples as well. Yeah. The two yeah. boys, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. Did you get into it through your partner? Because Dylan is a builder. Is he like your boss because you're an apprentice to him? <laughs> I'm definitely the boss, but no, yeah, I am his apprentice. <laughs> 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 so we're building our own house in Palm Beach at the moment, and we just thought, like, let's get me a trade so I can be on the tools as much as he is, and um, then we save money as well. Yeah. So it's really good. So you have to go and do study, right? Yeah, I'm studying online. So I'm one year into my apprenticeship. Does he pay you more than first-year apprentice? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, don't worry. We've got it sorted. <laughs> so you're sleeping with the boss. Mm, that's no, usually, she's that's the boss. Usually, you know, He's no. sleeping with her. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. He's <laughs> sleeping with the boss. But you are you are an apprentice. Has he done any of the classics, like send you down for a left-handed screwdriver and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do all the buddy trips. Or should I say minor 10, actually? Minor 10 trips. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. Yeah. How, are you nervous about... Um, I guess after the block, if you go out on to, to jobs, um, I imagine it would be daunting to knock on a door of someone who doesn't realise a female is going to turn up and say, I'm here to do the repair or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I guess there is that stigma around like a female tradie and hopefully we'll break it. Like, it's pretty yeah. cool. And yeah, I'm learning just as much as a guy would be learning like in the trade. So yeah. I hope I it's, awesome. it doesn't have that stigma for clients because I know that it doesn't for the job site now. Like right. I can only speak yeah. personally, but mm. my husband yeah. now probably has gone the opposite way, and he goes, "I tell you what, it's the I've best. never had I've never had better like waterproofers yeah. than uh, the females who come in because they've got such attention to detail." Yeah. So yeah, I guess oh, exactly. Yeah, for a lot of them, they kind of go, "It's no issue." So you would hope that that translates to clients, yeah. but I guess yeah. you know the dying no, out older would... generation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm in the room. So Sorry. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, too good. <laughs> How has it been with the block? I know that it's been so hard to get, you know, materials yeah. and trades in. Oh, yeah. Is there, like, is there a bit of a fear when you're looking at house prices and you've built, like, these huge houses? Is that, like, a concern mm. of how you do go at auction or at this stage you're not thinking about it? Oh, I think the homes we're building are just, oh, I don't even know. You couldn't even put an amount on it at the moment because they're just, they're insanely big and the things, the features that we're doing in the homes, you honestly just don't know how much someone's willing to pay for that. So I think everyone will do well at auction, but at the same time, you don't know. Like, yeah, you just never know, do you? No. <laughs> you guys have filmed it, but you haven't filmed, obviously, the auction and the walkthrough. You don't know your reserve yet. No, we don't know the reserve. We probably won't find out till later in the year. Oh, wow, that long. Yeah. So mm. I'm interested to know, actually. Mm. <laughs> I think it'll be pretty high. Mm. Well, well, you know, yeah. we're we're on the um we're on the same station as a guy that does like to buy a blockhouse. So if you want us to put a word in with Husey, we could probably can we call Husey now? Husey. Should we? Uh, oh, have you Husey. asked him yet? Husey, buy house four if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon he's already been asked? Everyone always calls him. Have oh, you called man. him yet? Who me? Yeah. Mm. I haven't called him yet. Maybe I should. Why don't we say that Jenny from the block wants to chat to him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> well, hey, good luck. Um, okay, it's a great you. show. We love watching it, and um, we look forward to seeing how you go. Um, great to talk oh, to you this morning. Thanks so much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, the 23rd of August. Uh, some clues for you. Grace, Grandma's boy. And Godzilla. What is Grandma's, Grandma's boy? boy? Mm. Don't know. What question look at that be? Is it a song? Anyway, heard it here first. There's some answers for Alphabet. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. My parents are staying with us at the moment. Mm-hmm. Normally mum comes up to help out, but she's brought dad as well. So it's an extra child because, you know, he's retired <laughs> and retiree men uh, need a lot of work. <laughs> but he... He went shopping with my mum. Now, you know that mum loves uh, Carindale. She loves Westfield, loves to shop. She doesn't do the online shopping like I do. Mm -hmm. She likes to go in there and walk around to all of them. So Mm -hmm. she went over there on Friday, Mm -hmm. and she took my dad and our Mm three-year-old son. She sent me a photo saying, we're going to be back a little bit later. And she sent a photo of my dad, and he's holding my three-year-old, 
and they are asleep in the middle of Westfield. Like, <laughs> fast asleep. You know how they've got the, the chairs in the middle where you can sit there for a little bit? Yeah, the husband cafe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fast asleep. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Are fast Lovely. asleep. And mum's like, oh, my God, are you kidding? I said, wake them up. She said, well, I've just got here, and a lady uh, was like, oh, are they yours? And she goes, yes, both of them. Lucky uh, you had Carl, because if it was just one elderly man asleep on there, they'd be like, we better check he's alive. <laughs> Get the poking <laughs> stick. <laughs> Is he Get the poking <gasps> stick. You know? Imagine if someone has. Oh, like, 100%. It would have happened. happened. Yeah. Without a well, doubt. What would have happened? Good. Just had a rest Ooh. there. People like, die of boredom every single day. <laughs> they would have been there for the whole day, and then the cleaners would be like, oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. But the lady was like, oh, just so you know, if they're yours, I've been here for 15 minutes. I've been asleep the whole time. Right. She was monitoring them for Yeah. So That's mum nice. had to sit there mm. the whole time. You know, Why would she wake him up? up? Well, because she didn't want to wake up Koa. She didn't care about <laughs> no. waking up dad, but no, she thought, no. you know, he probably needs to sleep. Mm. So That's she didn't cute. want to wake him. Yeah, but how, the strangest thing is, mm. because I posted a photo on Instagram all I got were people saying, oh, my God, I just had to look twice. I wondered why Stav was there. And I went, what? And I, don't, like, I don't look anything like Koa. <laughs> they're like, I can't believe this is Stav. I thought it was Stav. Everyone thinks. And I'm talking about those 20 messages that I got of people saying, why does he look like a much older Stav? There you go. Well, my dad took you. A, My dad took offence to that one. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell him I take offence the other way. <laughs> and yeah, and I, I sent that text message to you. Mum thought your reply was quite funny. Mm. I said I'll try and trick Bev <laughs> again. <laughs> Everyone was saying that it looks like yeah, and but, I actually feel like you do. You both got the same. Well, you did have the same colour hair. Right. Yours is on your way there. It's got a bit more grey. Grey. You yeah. both got exactly the same skin tone. If you ever, if you want me to dye my hair and come over and tell you you're doing a good job with the kids and stuff or whatever, you need to hear from your dad. I'm more than welcome. To I don't do need that an extra you. person that I can look after. <laughs> my way. No, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you can whatever you need that you're not getting from him, I can be that. Oh. Do you want like the? the no, I don't want you, you to be my dad. Be disciplined. No, I don't want you to put be... some clothes on for God's sake. No, cover up. I don't want you to come over and discipline me, Dad. <laughs> don't talk to me like that. You're grounded. <laughs> This is so weird to watch. It's really weird and uncomfortable. Daddy Do you think cool, they look? You are very, you're very much alike, both of you. Mm. Yeah. In what way? You mean in their personality traits? Well, they're actually got the same birthday. They're one day apart. Yeah. Exactly the same traits. They love the same superhero, which is the Phantom. No one likes the Phantom, but they like the Phantom. But mm. they love their comic books. We both, what well, we both love a food. Do you know wise? what they both? I love a food. Does your dad hunt for what? Yes! Yeah. And do you know what he does as well? Slept with he Bev. sit. What? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> her dad has not slept with her in a very long time, thank you. Stop! That's are you the youngest? Talking about. As Stop I said, it. The youngest, I'm available you? for whatever he doesn't want to 41 do. 41 years it. ago. <laughs> but they both sit there as well. Like you'd put. You'd put Stav, like Stav will go to something early and mm. he won't even sit on his phone. He'll just sit there and stare into space. Yeah. They've just got that, like. Quiet demeanor, and is just dad, they secretly judge other people. Is your dad secretly. grumpy if you turn up somewhere on time because he wants you there ten minutes early? <laughs> never happened. Dad's never been late ever. Yeah. He'll never ever be late. If he went to go and pick us up from something, he would be there, and I'd go. Everyone go. Is that your dad? And I'd be like, Yeah, I'm so sorry. I told him to pick us up in two hours, and then he'd bring out the paper and he'd read the paper <laughs> from the front to the back, and we'd have to avoid it because I'd be so embarrassed that my dad was so early, and he'd go. Don't worry about me, love. I'm just going to wait. And you're like, oh, my God. I wanted to beat the traffic. I like yeah. him. I uh, like him. <laughs> so there you go. I'm going to do a side-by-side photo. Call Stav Dad. Let's give Dad's, him a go. Dad, Abby, and Maddie. 
Daddy Abby and Maddie? Daddy Abby and Maddie. I'm not calling you Daddy. Well, you kind of (laughs) did. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Wasn't a great night for the Bronx on Friday night, and it wasn't a great night for the Lions. I was so excited because I was like, two sellout events. Yeah. In the same city. I was like, how good are we that we just, we love our sport. There's room enough for all of it. And I was uh, pretty stoked that it was going to be two wins, and then it was dismal for both of them. But I, I really felt sorry. You know how dear the Lions are you to me. You bleed the Lions. You love the them. the Lions. Been mm-hmm. a big supporter for a long, long time, and were started going to games mm-hmm. when I moved up here. I was a supporter even when I didn't live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going to the games, and it was a hard slog. <laughs> You're going each week, losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you roughed it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was nice for them to reach the finals again back in 2019. But to have that loss, it was really, really disappointing. And I felt sorry for the boys, and I thought there would have been a lot of desperation. Like, it's hard to go back on there after even the first quarter, mm-hmm. getting smashed by the demons. But then to see the headlines of Zorks, there was a, a comment that was made mm-hmm. to uh, one of the demons support uh, players. Young guy, only 22 years of age. Harrison and it's hard now because I know the AFL are investigating and it's going to be whether he's accepted the apology mm. and Zork has really apologies for whatever it was then it should kind of be left there but it's not because mm. everyone's got an opinion on yeah. it and mm. I, I would I wouldn't say that's the player that he is mm. well there's, there's, a, there's a theory that um, he misheard him yeah, um, but then I wonder, is that a commonplace? And am I so naive to think that sledging doesn't happen still in this oh, day and age? Oh, yeah, it happens. Because Scotty and I were talking about it, and we're like, I think it's done for in sports. Mm. I don't think you do it. There's a lot of stuff that our society has changed, mm. and it hasn't got a time and place for it. And we were saying, just play footy. Mm. Well, you also can't say the sledging's changed. Like, there's no like, nicer sledge these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sledging is sledging, and you can't be like, we still sledge, but we just... Do it nicer. We're, we're nicer about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, mate, we could have played better. But you ever know going to the games, stuff that was called out 15 years ago mm. or 20 oh, yeah. years ago, when I used to go with my, you know, with my parents, mm. some horrible stuff that you would be kicked out of the grounds for saying now. Yeah. So, therefore, if that's happened, mm. and better is expected by spectators... Mm-hmm. Do you just not do it at all? Because I thought it stopped when... Um, Microphones could... were yeah. on the field. Yeah. yeah. What about local games? Like, you were playing for touch. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the I was playing touch rugby. I mean, it was it's more... Um, friendly, isn't it? Friendly, yeah. Mm. Like, everyone's having a bit of fun on a Thursday night. There were a couple of instances where you'd see guys take it too seriously and they'd nearly end up in a little biffo or, or whatever. Because mm. you'd have to say sledging happens a lot when your team's not performing well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You and, know... The, usually the sledger is the one who is having a rough night. Yeah. Speaking of cricket. Still? Hmm. But yeah. I wouldn't say that would be still now mm. in professional games because they've got all the mics and stuff. They do, yeah. but the other thing with the microphones are they're not on 24-7. But I think you're saying about when you used to go to the games. Mm. It used to be a lot more now. Now yeah. it's not. You get kicked out of grounds. Mm. Got the audio here of the commentators discussing what happened in the um, in the game. Harrison Petty at three-quarter time. He was really upset uh, at something that has occurred out on the ground. We're not sure what that is at this stage, but all of the coaches got around to him. So it was really noticeable mm. on the broadcast. Yeah, he was in tears. He went off. He had to compose himself to come back on for the next quarter. Mm. And whatever it was, it was upsetting to him. Yeah. You know? And I... Yeah. 
And you, you just feel a bit like sick about it. And now there's so many people involved rather than the two that it occurred against. Mm. Well, yeah. I can't imagine how Zorko's feeling either. Oh, he'd, be, he'd feel crap. Awful. And that's what I'm saying. For him as a leader, he's had to, you know, come out and apologise. And I don't know if it was something that he would ever do in... In a normal... In a normal... If they were winning, it wouldn't have happened, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I, f- I don't like the pile on now. Mm. The pile on of like, oh, he's got to go as captain. It's mm. like, well, there was one incident that occurred. If the person who was upset about it has accepted it... Yeah. Then everyone should sure, accept 100%. about it. And if that's the case, let, sludging doesn't happen, let's not do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got the phones open here, 13, 10, 60. What do you want to ask? Should we leave it on the field? Like, should we let the players deal with it themselves? Mm. Is that is that what we want to ask? I don't think you can anymore. I just want to know if it's still, I guess, if it still does occur. Yeah. Even at a local level. Mm. Yeah, my six-year-old called the other six-year-old a butthead. <laughs> well, starts young. <laughs> There's a lot of codes now that are brought in that wouldn't be the case. You know, yeah. they're trying to work out if he's going to be... Uh, fined or anything uh, Fined him? as a, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. And I guess that w- I don't think there would have been the fines years and years ago for it. No. So we want to know your thoughts on sledging in sport. We've got Alex from Graceville on the phone. What do you think about it, Alex? Um, I'm not much of a sports guy myself. Um, it's more about sledging in general, if that's all right. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's just... Remembering that nice matters and sometimes you do want to say unkind or do unkind things, but um, some things are better left unsaid. But if you can find a tactful way to say it, then you probably should say it. It is that funny thing, isn't it, Alex? You say that it, it, it is always, when it comes to it's always spur of the moment. Yeah, you know? yeah. And in the heat of a moment as well. I know you guys like roasting. Yeah. I can't stand it. I know you don't. I absolutely Mm. despise it. I find it uncomfortable. I don't find it funny. Celebrity roasting, anything. Mm. I think if you asked for it. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, Mm. it's just not mine. I just go, you're just being mean. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then other people love it. Mm. Uh. Mm. Uh, Good on you, Alex. Thanks for calling, buddy. JB in Rochdale South. I'm going to make that distinction. Uh, What do you think about sledging in sport? Yeah, good morning, crew. I, I'm a bit with all of you with uh, Maddie and his sentiments and things like that. You're told as a kid, you know, sticks and stones. Mm. And, you know, and just, you know, build resilience in sports. Sports very competitive. And, you know, I think it just comes down to what is said. But how are you going to outlaw, you know, sledging and police that I think we're going a little bit too far and going from there? Just look at our politicians. I mean, it's like a schoolyard. Mm. Um, so do we, you know, mandate them as well? It's, it's a good point. Where, where it it's a good point. If you watch Question point. Time or Parliament, they're always sledging each other. And they're other. the people that are leading the country. They're leading the country, Correct. setting examples get for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Get, get rid of them, you said. Yeah. <laughs> Careful, don't sledge them. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I met a subculture of society on the weekend that I had no idea existed, and I don't think you guys would know that they existed Either, because this was quite an eye-opener for me. Because my mate Fredo, um, he called me up a couple of weeks ago, goes, I'm doing this um, mini-golf um, challenge, mm-hmm. uh, and um, would you like to come down? I was like, and, and here's the thing before we go any further. Mini-golf, okay? Mm-hmm. Do not say putt-putt. What's the difference? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, it's one of those things where, yeah. Why can't you say putt-putt, or they just don't like it? It doesn't sound as... I don't know. Did you ask them? No, I was too afraid. I think um, putt putt is the one with like all the clown mouths and stuff that I've Yeah, up. possibly. So does mini golf not have golf. that? No, it's more like a putting thing. 
but then it sounds a like mini a golf, see, as opposed to like yeah. windmills. Ah, uh, yeah, stuff. might be it. Yeah, but so it went down, and it was a, it was a, it was fun. But there was a whole bunch of people, right? Who that's what they do. Yeah, mini golfers, and they go from because I'm just googling it now. There's there's a tournament all over the world. Yeah, and there's yeah. competitions. So much like I felt that, that karaoke people, they'll go to all the karaoke competitions and win the karaoke, and mm. that's how they make them. This is what they do. They go from competition to competition. I thought Australia had the number putt. one player for mini golf. The um, did you meet him? Yeah, he was at yeah. the uh, what's his his handle is the putting wonder from down under. Yeah, and you know what they do? They all went to the golf during the weeks. Leading up to it, they worked out all the things. Yeah. Do they have caddies? Please tell me they have caddies. They don't have caddies. What club do you want to use, mate? I'll just take the putter. They do. <laughs> <laughs> no, have they you got, have you got my, my, my good putter? I'll take well, that one. they brought their own putter. The guy was like, um, do you need a putter? I was like, yeah, I need a putter. He went, okay. Everyone brought their own putter. It's a serious competition. It was serious. It yeah. was serious. Um, Get a motorised cart. <laughs> <laughs> See, you would have been kicked out. And so the guy that we were playing with, we got to we played in groups of three. Actually, funnily enough, one of the other guys, I, I was at the fight for a cause with me so that was okay. good just yep. catch up with him um but the other guy had had not a, charlie no not charlie um sorry had His had wife a, really likes charlie remember yeah hot charlie uh yeah yeah okay, she went okay. on and on and on she goes oh don't let him get hit in the face i went what your uh, husband she goes no charlie jesus <laughs> christ yeah. uh, but the guy uh who i was playing with as well he had had a lesson from one of the dudes right and it was insane. Have you pl- you've played mini golf before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah and Th- this is the one, the new one at Oxley. Oxley, yeah. So yeah. I don't. I, in saying that, maybe I've only played putt putt. Maybe because I like to play with the the, the clouds. windmills. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. And so he had been given. Um, it was kind of like. Do you remember Mario Kart, Manny, when you would play Mario Kart, and there were those little like hidden ways to cut out half of the course. Yeah, in Wario's Land, you could jump a wall. Exactly. It was exactly like that. And it was hectic, right? So he's going, okay, so this hole, <laughs> and the hole is where Maddie is, like at mm-hmm. my 12 o'clock, right? He goes, and this hole, watch this. And he would turn the opposite way and hit the ball into the garden. <laughs> so that it would ricochet up. And it would go up the garden, come down, and go into the hole. That's amazing. It was insane. It sounds like you are very, were very unprepared. 100%. I just went to play. So, is it more about flair as well? Is that what you're saying? Because he could have just he could have just hit it straight into that hole. No, but it's actually like, and if you think about it, because it's all physics, and they are built this way. And the guy who designed the course was there too. To you know, if it looks like you should hit it straight, but that will make the ball go into the water. Uh, you know, it's purposely yeah. set up to screw with you. And so, but the way they were doing, it's like I'm just going to go up this this bank here. It's going to come down and back around to the hole, and, and it was all working. It was insane. So how'd you go? Well, that's the thing. So there were seventy. I think there was well, maybe there was a lot of us. It was seventy of us, and they had a leaderboard. And um, as they rolled out the leaderboard, it was all like electronic yeah. and stuff, very technical. Uh, and as it went down and down, um, guy I was playing with came thirtieth, uh, got into the second round. Wow. Troy came forty-fifth. Uh, and you had the distinction. Distinction. It's just as hard as winning. I came. You last. Dead last. Oh, that's that's good. That's what I thought. You get that's remembered. <laughs> yeah, I got a cheer. Yeah. I got a cheer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I didn't have to play the second round because I sit in the VIP tent and have mini pies. It was perfect. Heckle <laughs> <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> did they? Did they have commentary? All right, here we are. <laughs> mini golf, the tallest guy we could find, <laughs> <laughs> and he's putting, and he's putting again. And he's putting again, <laughs> and he's putting again. All right, that's all we have time for. I'll and write that he's down now. Putting again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Another show draws to a close. Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Had a footy carnival for the, the kids on the weekends and uh, my youngest needed to go to the bathroom, so public toilets. So I took him into the girls' toilets for a public, you know, public toilet there. Mm. He's got a gag reflex and doesn't like the smell of bad things. Mm. And after he went to the toilet, he's like, this stinks, this stinks. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So I was trying to get him out to the grass. He vomits everywhere. Oh. And I just felt like, and I, I know it's not his fault, he's only three, but I was like... Dude, this is going to be hard for you growing up. You should see the men's. It really smells. Like, you're going to have to. That is a good point. Everywhere. So I had to, like, clean the whole floor of the ladies' bathroom. So they're so lucky there's disinfectant there as well. But he's like, I've got to go because it smells. I'm like, yeah, no worries. He's (laughs) stood out there. I'll deal with this. I was like, how's he going to go with the men's urinal? The men's are awful. It really is. But Mm. he just can't stand anything. I was like, that's probably my fault. Because in the boys' hall, it's at home. I've got lavender going. <laughs> I've got every essential oil. When he goes to the I'm boys' hall, it's on his own for the first time. He's yeah. like, where's the Ylang Lang? Yeah. The it's hell? Normal. Go help him if he's a labourer. He's got a porter potty. <laughs> there is no lavender here in this portaloo. No, there isn't. Thanks, but no thanks. I am converting the back shed which is timber, mm. into a little man cave. Mm-hmm. And I thought... Painting it white with fairy lights? Yeah, there'd probably be a little bit of something in there. Mm. Um, do I paint this or not? Because at the moment it's just like bare timber. No, I'll paint it. And then as I started to paint it, uh, I thought I should not be painting oh. this. It's tanking forever. And it's soaking all the paint in. Oh, you need yeah. extra... Yep. Yep. So I'm slapping it on. And you I can't thought, do one coat. No. no. Of course not. It's like, should I hire a spray gun? No, nah, I'm not paying for that. I'll just do it all by hand. Mm. And now I'm thinking I should have hired a spray gun. Now, not only that, but I'm hopeless at painting. <laughs> and I'm covered mm. in said paint. So to all the painters out there, mm. you're amazing. The work you do <laughs> is very underappreciated. And everybody so thinks it's a trade that they can do, but it's yes. not. No. Yes, everyone thinks, no, I can do it. It's no worries. Doesn't Scotty have a... Spray gun? That would have been good to know three weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know, mate. You talk to him more than I do. Yes, I do. So how would I know? He hasn't got time to call me from the work site. Mummy and Daddy are fighting. Apparently he's got time to call you. You should have did. called him. I will. <laughs> Next time I need a spray gun. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> Walking the doag uh, down at the local... Footy ground. Gussie? How old's Gus now? Gussie is almost his birthday. Almost two. Oh. Yeah. Another little cake and an outfit. And lovely Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Uh, lovely Sunday afternoon. And so there were some boys out uh, kicking the footy. And they were pretty good, actually. They must have been from the um, footy club because they were firing it at each mm. other. And the ball got it loose from them. It came toddling towards me. So I thought I'll do the right thing. <laughs> do you I'll, get nervous? I'll kick it back to them. <laughs> Shank? <laughs> How'd you go? Shank. Shank it. <laughs> Did you Off it? the left side of my boot. Complete wrong direction. No. Tree root. <laughs> Foot down. Laughter. <laughs> Before they came over, they were going to help me up, but I'm like, 
that's a step too far. You better off just getting it and running it over to them. Getting it, I thought you were going to say running away. No, no, <laughs> you're running it over. Or doing like a gridiron throw, you know, like, oh, sorry, do a different code. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> hey, mate. Hey. You enjoyed that too much. He loves that one. Oh, you? as soon as you started so talking, good. I'm like, what is that labelled? I, I didn't have my Medi bracelet on. Just now? I've fallen and I can get up. Can. Can get up. Thanks, man. With Thanks. some help. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab Abby and Matt on B105.